Alrighty, relatives. Here's another episode of Keeping It Handsome. I'm Prince Handsome, and we have our guest again, Trey. Um, Trey, how you doing? I'm doing good, Prince Handsome. How about yourself? I'm doing good. So let's get into it, Trey. Um, so um, as a whole, what would you grade NXT War Games? Well, like I said, I'm um, I'm gonna go give a solid four. Um. The women's match was pretty good. Open up the show. Um, but really disappointing me was the Timothy Thatcher Tommaso Tampa match. So Timothy Thatcher was going to get the rub, but that's the only thing that kills me. So it's the only thing that lost the star. So okay. Um. So yeah, let's get started as far as the women's match. So women's match, uh, you know, the star studded, of course, you know, they had a lot of good spots in there. They utilized every woman, um, you know, they, they had, you know, a couple of storylines that were in there, you know, as far as some of the girls, um, what were some of your favorite parts of the, that match as far as like the women's war games? Um, uh, Shotzi coming out with the new, the new thing pretty much, um, and it was so promising, at least, but, like, then they had the advantage, so the uh, Candice LeRae, like, Raquel Gonzalez got the win, so. Yeah, um, so, like, you know, like, they had, like, a lot of memorable spots in there, you know, with um, E.L. Shirai and the trash can, that was great, and. Um, oh, God, that was, that was amazing. That was, <laughs> I left my tits off on that one. Um, yeah, because yeah, she was laughing when she put it on, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, God, this is amazing. Yeah, she put a lot of trust in them, because I don't know if I'd be able to trust putting it to cover my head and jumping off the top of a cage and hoping there's people down there to catch me. Um, but yeah, she had a lot of trust in them. And then, you know, Dakota Kai going and um, doing the whole little jump on top of her in the trash can and, you know, Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah, that's that's something else I was talking about when uh, Dakota got jumped on the trash can with Io Shirai because she's like she's like she jumped on the bottom part, so I, so so Io Shirai was like stuck in her knee, so it was like she could barely get out. So and if it was me, I just would have yeah. went ahead and just pinned her with the trash can on top. To be honest, oh yeah, um, like if, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, I would say yeah that that, that was a solid good match. Um, I think that yeah. Um, the, it was befitting for Gonzalez to go ahead and get the pin because she needed the rub or she, the one that could benefit the most from this match. So that was a great pick as far as her getting the win. Yeah. She's a big girl. She was thinking she's like five foot 10, whatever. Yeah. She's a very tall girl. Um, I seen like, I seen a little, um, meme someone made or not necessarily a meme, but a post and they basically had, uh, her and Angel Garza, and then they had a picture of Eddie Guerrero yeah. in China, and I thought that would be kind of cool <laughs> to see those two be like a reenactment of the that whole thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so the next match, um, in my honest opinion, I I felt like it should have went to Timothy Thatcher because he's the one that yeah. could have benefited the most from it. Um, it was a good gritty technical physical match um you know a lot of times you know when timothy or when tomaso getting a, a match it's always going to be those things um it was a pretty good match all in all but just my only issue with that match is that it ended 
it didn't end the way I expected it to end, which is, I mean, it's still yeah. fine because hopefully they're going to still use these two or still have these two go for another round or two. Um, but what did you think? Yeah, it should have went to Timothy Thatcher for me. Um, Timothy is, um, I watched him on Indies back in the UK and everything else. I mean, he's, he's, he is solid. I mean, he's ruthless. I mean, he ain't changing his looks at all. You can tell he has broken teeth or like crooked teeth in his mouth. Just giving that gritty look. I mean, I think they should have went with uh, Timothy Thatcher on that one. But Tomasa, I guess he's, I don't know where he's going to go from here. But I mean, he can't do anything else really. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, why they give him the win? Right. Um, they got Karen Cross coming back in the next week or so. So we get uh, Finn Balor back. Probably going to take the championship off of him. So. Yeah, I, I really think that. Um, as far as like having legitimacy, as far as wrestling stuff like this, I think this is a good storyline for Tomasa because it, it'll show like the technicality, the physicality that wrestling can yeah. be. And these are two good men that can help represent that. So I think they could, could can you, you know, like maybe give us two or three more matches um, from those two. And it, it still could be a good storyline since they really don't have anything for him because I'm sure they're going to go straight back to, to um, killing and cross and, and, fan as far as like the the main event picture with the you know the the NXT championship so I mean this still gives him something to do but um I feel like it wouldn't have hurt him to take a loss from from Timothy um but we'll see you know in due time what's going to be next for those two um because I'm sure they're not going anywhere um and then um yeah we saw the little promo and yeah automatically once I saw the clock or whatever I knew that they were doing the whole Killian Cross return, which is it's good that him and um, and um, Finn Balor are coming back so quick, you know, because they haven't been gone too long, and I'm kind of glad. It just sucks because. Well, the only thing about that is, I mean, Killian, I mean, Killian Cross, his separated shoulder. That's it. Yeah. Finn Balor has a damn broken jaw, so. Yeah, and um, Kyle O'Reilly was already back. Didn't he suffer the same similar type of injury to his jaw? No, I mean he didn't really suffer anything. He just no, he didn't suffer anything from my knowledge. Because uh-uh. I, I think the last time when I saw that post from that match that they had, they said both of them were injured, but maybe um, they just treated it like Kyle's was just as severe as Finn's, but it maybe wasn't the case. And and Finn, I mean Kyle was yeah. able to come back. The thing about Kyle O'Reilly is he's a type 2 diabetic. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a diabetic. Like, he has to, like, that's what scares me in these matches because he is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, if you look at his Wikipedia and everything, and I met him in person, he is, he's a type 2 diabetic. So, well, I'm sure he, scary. you know, he has it, you know, under. Yeah. control because you know he's been wrestling for so long so he probably you know hasn't controlled but yeah they have to look out as far as injury wise but um you know i wonder if they're gonna you know put him back in that same picture as far as him going against finner since you know since finn's been gone and then they have this whole thing with pat McAfee. they're just gonna take that to the back seat because i feel like that still should be continued but of course you know stuff happens but um i know no. they they want to put the the rocket on kyle i'm sure i'm sure that's yeah. triple h's next project 
Well, I'm I'm really surprised they have to push the moon on the main roster. So I mean, that's probably probably going to be the next picture, like next year in Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Yeah, like all of them coming out the Royal Rumble. So because they already got the stage set for the Tropicana Field. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to put a post out, um, listeners, as far as, like, it's like a little sneak peek at what the arena looks like for the Tropicana setup. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing what it's like now, but, I mean, you can tell it's, like, a lot of space in the background. There's a Mr. Baseball field, so, I mean, yeah. it looks the same thing. Are, are, are they going to have fans come in, like, kind of like how AEW does, or are there still going to be no fans? Hello? Fans, but I highly doubt it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because, I mean, like, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't think mm. they don't have any fans, but I highly doubt it because, I mean, it's, like, still pretty bad right now. I mean, the C words. So. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> so, so, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, they, they're going to continue this whole thing with um, – Timothy Thatcher and, and Tommaso Ciampa, since I really don't have anything for him just yet, um, I feel like it, it would do him justice. It would be fine. They could make some great matches. Um, so, yeah, to me, that match, I would give it – I would give it an A as well. I'm just – I wouldn't give it an A plus just because I feel like Thatcher should have got the, the win. But um, what would you give it? Like I said, I would give it an um, A. Man. It wasn't a long match. It was a short match. So. Um, and then going on to another match um, would be the triple threat. Um, I would say I, I really haven't watched Leon Ruff a lot, but in this match, he did some pretty amazing stuff. And I think he's very deserving to be in that place. And as far as like this story, I think that, you know, he, he fits in well. You know, he has that like big smile. You know, he's very underdog-ish. Uh, you know, not because of his size, but, you know, just like his personality as well. He just fits that mode so well. And I kind of was disappointed. I, I feel like, you know, he should have maybe kept the title and just, you know, won, you know, with some type of slip up from one of the other guys. But it was a good, you know, play smash. Everything was done well. Everything ran well. You know, they, they utilized him in just as much as they utilized Johnny and, and, um, Damian Priest, I think it was a really good match. I, I feel like this is one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, but, yeah, my own thing is I feel like, you know, they could have let him keep the title. But I guess I'm assuming he just was a transitional um, champion. But, I mean, I just feel like it, it's no need mm. for for Johnny Gargano to get the title. And they could at least maybe give it to Damian Priest. Because I feel like Damian Priest should have had a longer title run because he has more to prove than Johnny. Johnny's been there. He's had a lot of matches there, a lot of storylines there. Like, why not let Damian keep, you know, a title run? Or why not, like, keep it on Leon Ruff? But what do you think? Yeah, the same thing. Uh, I mean, because I had mm -hmm. Austin Theory come out one of the ghost face. Austin Theory hasn't been because really the whole doing speaking out thing, you know, he's part of that. Year, so. um, yeah, and, and it seems like they keep latching him on to people. I think Theory will be fine on his own. They just need to, you know, work on his mic skills, perfect that, and I think he'll be mm -hmm. a very good, like, young heel to utilize. Um, so I don't understand why they keep like latching him on with people or putting him on to people. Um, you know, like Johnny doesn't need him. 
Um, I don't know. I just feel like Johnny having the title, he doesn't need the title. I feel like Johnny is one of those wrestlers. He don't need a title. He's already over, whether he's a face or a heel, that he doesn't necessarily need a title. I understand, you know, he wants to have those accomplishments, you know, under his belt. But it, 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 I felt like it should have been with Damien or it should have been with Leon. I feel like they should have kept it on Leon because they could have let this story, because this is a very, like, relatable story. You know, people are starting to, you know, he's starting to grow on the fans. I feel like they could have stretched out a little bit longer, but who knows what they have, you know, in store. Maybe they're going to do a whole little storyline with Leon and, and Johnny. I hope so, but uh, more than my team. Right. You know, sleeping under rugs, forget about us. Um, that's how they do. So, cause like, yeah, that's yeah. how they. That's what they're notorious for. Yeah. Um Before we get to the men's work, I'm trying to remember. Oh, um, the Dexter Loomis. Um, um, what's his name? Cameron Grimes. This this was another match that I felt like should have went to the other person. Um, I really think. They have high hopes for Cameron Grimes. They have, you know, they wanted to push Cameron Grimes. So why give it a Dexter? I feel like it's kind of like not put out there, but I feel like Dexter Lumis is, is is basically like an enhancement talent. And I feel like why not go ahead and let Cameron get that, you know, that win? I think, you know, he's very entertaining. You know, he's great in the ring. Um, you know, I've liked to see this story between these two, but I feel like this would have been a, the right time to go ahead and let him get a win on like a platform like War Games, a pay-per-view. Um, so I just didn't understand why they didn't go that route as far as that. But what do you think? Well, yeah, the same thing. Cameron Grimes, so he has the personality, the character to the moon. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, they can push them to the moon on the main roster, obviously. But uh, Dexter Lumis is more like a, hey, I feel like a damn Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt yeah, Dexter I, I like Lumis Dexter Lumis' character because it's something that really hasn't, I don't, from what I've watched throughout my life, hasn't been done before. And there's so much stuff they can do because he has yeah. so many layers. Like he can draw, you know, he's very athletic. Yeah, like he has yeah, so many ways, his, which yeah, helps him out a lot. Drawing. But I think that's right now they're just using bro. him to like enhance Cameron because they really like Cameron. They really want to push Cameron to the you think I you know, I've been listening to certain podcasts and I always yeah. mention how they like him. So I think they're using him to help boost Cameron Grimes. Um, but you know, I think both of those are great, but I don't think you know, Dexter needs he needed that when I feel like you know, Cameron, you did because I feel like I don't think they're going to do anything with Dexter right now. I feel like, you know, I could see maybe Cameron going and taking the North American title from whoever's going to be the next face with it or taking the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. So why, you know, like uh-huh. not have him win the match? But all in all, it was, you know, what it was, you know, the whole, you know, they utilized the strap. It was, you know, pretty predictable, but it was, you know, they did a pretty good job. Uh, they, I feel like they have pretty good chemistry. Um, so it was a pretty good match. I would give it an A as well. I, I, I wouldn't say none of these matches were anything less than an A, um, but they did pretty oh, good. Yeah. But what do you think? Oh, yeah, obviously. Um, just look, like I said, Cameron Grimes, uh, I thought he needed to win on this one. Because, so, I mean, like, there's a lot of good spots. 
especially when he threw him over the barricade. Yeah, who, who was the one that bad. went through the – was it Leon or was it Cameron that went through and the girl, like, failed? She was, like, trying to escape, but she couldn't. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Johnny Gorgano, I think. Yeah, and, and you, you know Johnny, that um, – Yeah, that girl. You know that um, it was rigged. You know, they rigged that actual, that, that actual effect. And, and um, yeah. I don't know – yeah, it, it, like I don't think that they expected that. I don't think that they knew that was going to happen. So that's why they it happened the way it happened. But yeah, right. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but yeah, so the Dexter, I'm really hoping. I'm really interested to see if they're going to string this this little thing between Dexter and Cameron any longer. Or are they going to have something next for Cameron or something next for Dexter? Who knows? You know, they're very unpredictable. Um, so then. Um, didn't they do a cruiserweight title match? Was that for like the the? No, no matches like. Oh, the so only they didn't title do anything. What was the pre-show? Did they do anything for the pre-show? Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. oh. no, It was only thirty minutes for pre-show on a takeover. It's like five thirty. Well, if that's the case. Like, uh, they ain't gonna do anything for that. So. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah, that's the case, and then like we'll go on yeah. to the main event, which was the men's war game. Um, you know, all these men were entertained to watch. You know, um, undisputed era. You know, they have each one of those guys just have a lot to bring to the table. They're they're all talented as far as like being in the ring, and then you had you know Pete Dunn, who's looking amazing. You know, he he's toned up and and looking great, and then you know uh, the tag team uh. that they have. That are part of their faction, they're great. I love watching them. It's just something about the British strong style that just really appeals to me. I love watching UK. I, I just love their style of wrestling and and how technical and how just like precise with certain moves and and certain things that they pay, put emphasis on in their matches. It just entices me. So you know they were a good tag team, a part of this match. And then you know we have Pat McAfee, who is just a great mouthpiece. Um, you know, you could kind of see, you know, unlike his first match he had against Adam Cole, you know, he was a little lost in there. I could tell a couple times he was kind of lost because, you know, like I said before, with this type of match, you know, you just do the you call the beginning, yeah. middle and end and in between you just, you know, calling it on the fly. And he just was you could tell he was out of the mix. They maybe just mm-hmm. told him to stand to the side and just, you know, you could just tell he was like lost at certain points. But um, what would you how did you feel about this match? Yeah. As a whole? Pat McAfee's pulled the number I mean, like, I mean, like going off the cage, doing the somersault. Well, not somersault, doing the front flip. And I mean, like, just the facial expressions and everything else. Putting the tables in the in the ring with Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Cole, and Strong. Yeah. Um- yeah, I, I think they. It was a pretty good match. It was very intense. Yeah, like they're really rough. Like one thing I said about a lot of NXT superstars, they're very like shoot as far as how they work, and and sometimes that's why a lot of them get they get like super super injured because uh, yeah. they're they're yeah. so stiff and they 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 shoot wrestle a lot. And I'm just like, geez, like like yeah, calm down. Especially yeah. Roddy Strong, uh-huh. is, uh, he does a damn nasty um, back. You know, it, and it looked it, to me watching that match, it felt like um, Pat was getting initiated because they really at one point was like really giving him the business. Um, I was like, 
I felt like maybe they were like giving him some type of initiation into, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like dominate. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good match. Um, you know, they everybody looked good. I'm I'm wanting to see, you know, how far this story unfolds, you know, as far as like this whole pairings of Undisputed Era versus Pat McAfee's team. Um, I think the match was was pretty good. Um uh, you know, everybody did what they could, you know, and they just, you know, through, you know, Pat McAfee on their back you know, carried them through it. You know, this is probably like you know, it, it only been his second match, you know, I'm sure he was just like overwhelmed because that's like a different beast within itself. You know, single matches are fine. You know, triple threats, they're kind of like, you know, like kind of overwhelming, fatal four ways. And, and, and then, you know, he's basically in his second match, he's in a war game match. Of course, he's going to be like, okay, what's going on, you know? So he did, I feel like he did the best he could do in that situation, but it was a pretty good match. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually surprised how they got the double set up in the whole uh, performance thing. Because uh, Triple H was talking about that. Like, he said it was like fitting us. Yeah, uh, I saw that. The ship in a little bottle. Because, like, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, because, like, how are they going to. Because I, I forgot it was going to be a performance in it. Like, oh, how are they going to put this performance in it? It's like, oh. But they did it. They had, like, the little. Uh, Steel studs on each pole with two rings and everything. Everything was close yes, um, so, so, yeah, so, you know, I think overall, you know, NXT never fails as far as their pay-per-views. They do a great job. So I loved it. Um, and I'm just interested to see what's next for a lot of those guys. Hopefully they don't push a lot of those guys up to the main roster just yet because they don't need to. I think they need to just keep who they have. Um, so, yeah, it was great. So with that being said, we're just going to some more side news. Um so, uh huh. Another thing, another thing. Triple H has said that Undertaker is going to take a an oh, NXT role, perfect, so he's going to be. I a think that'll be a perfect thing for him. So, side note, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, so it's awesome. going to be his next gig. I think I think he'll, he'll be kept, very yeah. good with helping the gimmick type people. So, and, yeah. So. And, you know, helping them with a lot of those guys with psychology and a slower-paced match. You know, he's very against all that high-flying stuff. So, maybe he'll help some of these people slow down a bit. Um, so, the next thing we'll do is, like, I'm doing, like, some little side news section. So, they're going to be doing the 2020 WWE Slammer Awards um, or whatever. That's going to be a thing. So, they're, they're, um, they already have 23rd. the nominees for each category. So, I'm just going to go over some of them. So, for Super, I, mean, I can't talk right now. Superstar of the Year, the nominees are Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. Um, so, I have a quick little question for you. Do you think that Becky should be in this since, you know, she wasn't here for majority of the year? I don't think so as well either. And then kind of Charlotte yeah. too, but Charlotte yeah. did a, more than Becky did this year. Um, but I don't think yeah. that big. Yeah. It's a, it's a toss I, up between think, Bray Wyatt and Drew McIntyre. I think a woman should Maybe. be in that, that consideration. I think either Bailey or Sasha Banks. Because, yeah, Bailey, you know, like Bailey, Bailey, Bailey Bray Wyatt or Drew McIntyre. 
And, she, you know, a lot of people doubt her as far as being a heel. I think that she should be, like, one of the two as far as, like, the pick. And then, yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre, because, you know, this was his year, basically. This was a year, despite, you know, him not being able to live that moment out with a live crowd. You know, that kind of, like, I'm sure that sucked for him. Um, so I think that would be great for him. If he does win, I think that would be very deserving. Um, and then the next um, side thing would be match of the year. Um, they have this is a lot. I'll probably just do some of them, but match they have Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Boneyard. They have the New Day versus the Hurt Business. They have Edge versus Randy Orton for the greatest um, wrestling match ever. They have AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. They have uh, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso um, in Hell in the Cell. They have uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey in Hell in the Cell. AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy in the Triple Threat Ladder Match at Class of Champions. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series and Becky Lynch versus Asuka at Royal Rumble. I think that the match of the year probably should go to either the Edge and Randy Orton match, the Boneyard match, or uh, the Jey Uso and Roman yeah. Reigns at, in the I Quit match. One of those three. Yeah, I would go with the uh, Edge. That, and then it really, they said it wasn't was like the, take, the best match ever, but still, like it still was pretty good to yeah. you know, see Edge back. But I feel like it'll go to that. Because the thing is, they're still planning for a uh, Edge versus Randy Orton at oh, WrestleMania wow. this coming year for the WWE title. So I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to see who's going to take the right. title from. Drew McIntyre. So I don't, I don't know. Dude, I mean, like Bray Wyatt. Hopefully, they change everything. Because I mean, think I, I, I don't think, think Bray he needs Wyatt. It. I feel like gonna take it yeah, he doesn't need a title. Anybody. He's doing great. Just doing. He don't need doing. it. They he just need to pair him with the right person. I don't think Randy Orton's the right person yeah. right now. I feel like they should give him someone else to help give the rub or help boost somebody. I feel like he could do so much more with with somebody like that. Um, and then for robbery of the year, they have Seth Rollins versus the Mysterio family, um, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, Edge versus Randy Orton, Sasha Banks versus Bailey, um, R-Truth versus The World, and Alana versus the announcement tables. I would, too. As much crap as I'm she's went Lana through, I feel like that she's place. deserving of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why. I mean, that's just an idiot. It's just a... Can we test on there? Okay. It's just some petty ass shit. Because <laughs> uh, Miro, mm-hmm. like, Rusev, he went to AEW. It's like Tony Khan already says, like, I mean, we're not going to put him automatically in the main event right. scene. He needs to build himself up. But they are going to be in the main event I, I think she's deserving of it. I just watched her um, uh-huh. WWE Chronicles, you know, and the stuff she went through, you know, she did start. People don't know this, but you know, she just didn't start as a as a manager. You know, she had a, a physical WWE trial, just like any other wrestler. Um, yeah, I saw Liv Morgan as well. That was great. I loved hers, um, but I think Lana. They don't give Lana the credit that she, you know, is due. She she works really hard, so I think she'd be very deserving of that. Um, you know that slammy award 
Um, so the next one they have is um, Tag Team of the Year. They have the Golden Role Models, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, The New Day, The Street Profits, and Shinsuke and Cesaro. What? Um, I would give it to New Day. Um, either The New Day or The Street Profits. You know, The New Day being because they're just yeah, well, yeah, like it's a toss up. I, I also would say Cesaro and, and, and Shinsuke because. Those two are just underrated. I think that Cesaro should have gotten a big push and got a main event WWE or Universal Championship push because he's just amazing, and so is Shinsei. Um, I don't think they need to be a team, but they, you know, they take what what they're given and they make the best of it. And they have made the best of it, but um, I would say either the New Day because they're just great, and then the fact that they split them up is just stupid. But I know they're doing it to you know help Big E get to that main event singles heavyweight championship, you know, title run. And then um, the Street Profits, they're just doing great. They're very entertaining. I love watching them. I I really feel like um, Montrez is more entertaining than – yeah, he's very more entertaining than the other guy. I don't know the other guy's name. Um, But that goes to show that, you know, he stands out. Um, Dawkins, he sounds like a damn Christmas siren every time. So I would, yeah. I would give it to the, I probably give it to the Street Profits. Um, <laughs> and then, it, I mean, that's probably what's this going to go to anyway? Because like they were there right. every day for the pandemic and everything, so they're probably going to go there. Um, the next segment that the had profits, the area they uh, have or category is Return of the Year, um, which is this seems like it's a new one. Um, so they have Edge, Roman Reigns, MVP, Goldberg, or Sami Zayn. That's interesting. They put Goldberg in there. Um, it, we have, of course, it's going to go to Edge. That's like no brainer. Um, and then they have Ring Gear. This is a couple of new things that I didn't see. They say have Green Gear. Yeah, Ring Gear of the Year. They have Charlotte, Sasha, Seth, The New Day, Bianca, Shinsei, and Carmella. I would give it to Bianca because Bianca actually makes her own gear. Uh, she she makes her own gear, so yeah. I would give it to her. Um, uh-huh. I would give it to her too. Um, they also have breakout. She does make her, her own under gear, breakout but... star of the year. They have her, Bianca, Dominic, Otis, the Street Profits, and Murphy. And I think like this is going to be a tough. I think this is going to be a tough one because all of them are very breakout. Dominate. You know, Otis had a. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, it goes. It's to gonna be Dominique or gonna either Bianca, of because so. they're they're not utilizing how they need you, and she's a star, and she's always gonna be a breakout star to me. But of course, they're get, losing her in the shuffle. But I also think Dominic and Murphy, because Murphy has helped, you know, make Dominic successful in the matches. He you know he sets him up for success in those matches. He's very you know trained and seasoned, and, and he's really helped Dominic grow because you know that you know that's who he's been wrestling the most. Him and Seth Rollins. Um, but yeah, I think either Murphy or Dominic that too that I could see one of them winning. Uh, but I think all the, all of them are deserving of this, so it's going to be kind of hard, yeah. you know. And I think it, and yeah, I think it should go. It should going keep going now that you know added oh, the whole so thing long. with Murphy and and Aaliyah. I think that it could go on leaving longer because this is even a new situation, you know, that they can build from. Yeah, but, you know, they're pushing it up on a lot of TV shows and stuff like that, so why not WWE do it as well, you know? So next they have female superstar of the year. They have Oscar, Shasta Banks, Bailey, Becky, or Charlotte. I think there's no brand new that should go to Bailey or Sasha. Because they... 
And yeah, Bailey, she has. I, I feel like if since, um, Sasha didn't get PWI, which I feel like she got, should have got PWI number one, she should win this award because Bailey got PWI number one. So I think they should give it to Sasha because Sasha has been doing some of her best work by far these past couple. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, Bailey's yeah, he, boyfriend uh, Aaron, been whatever. Yeah, he wrestles for. Um, he's been wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I've been following him for a yeah. while, and I knew he was dating her. Um, but yeah, I've been following him since probably like the beginning of his indie career. Um, but yeah, he 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 also was in that interview where it was him and some other guy, and they were sitting down talking to um, Undertaker, and Undertaker was like, you know, y'all keep on doing all these big high spot moves that you know you're gonna have to top that top that and how are you gonna top some big high top spinning in the air move and, and you know like how are you gonna do that so you sometimes save some stuff he was in that interview with Undertaker though um so yeah he's been around um so the next um yeah. category is male superstar of the year they have Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns Randy Orton Braun Strowman and the Fiend Bray Wyatt um I would either give it to this is hard too. I, I would pick three. Um, I would give it to either Roman Reigns because he's doing some of his best work now, like the best he's ever done. Uh, Randy Orton because Randy Orton is probably like the top heel in pro wrestling that's on television by far, besides MJF and the or the Fiend Bray Wyatt. One of those three. And then Randy yeah, Orton. The last one is moment of the year. They have the Undertaker's final farewell, which I'm sure he's going to get that. Probably don't even need to mention any of these other ones. <laughs> um, I think that's probably going to go straight up to him, that one. Um, so that is some um, one thing that's coming up. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, Becky just had her baby. She just gave birth to her little baby. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that's the baby's name? Oh, yeah, Ruth. Oh, wow. R-O-U-X, Ruth. Oh, yeah, I didn't check. See, I need to look that up, but I'll I'll give an update on that later on. Um, So now that we got that said, um, so I'll go on to the next thing. So over the weekend, I paid a visit to GWE. Um, They had a show going on in Albany. I'll give you some results as far as that. Um, I'll just give you a few. So uh, the Kings of Mayhem lost their tag team championships to TCC. Um, And then um, let's see, the Chris Nelms was stripped of the title. I guess he got disqualified. He did something real disrespectful to the commissioner and, and it, caused him to lose his um, – were stripped of his title. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to be the next. They had a number one contendership match um, for it. So I've been to see who's going to face the number one contender for that title. Maybe it's going to be Logan Stevens. I'm not sure. But it'll be a great match. Um, and then the match, which, you know, um, Trey, I, I gave you a little um, viewing of that match. but And this was a very highly anticipated match. I think, you know, there was a lot of controversy as well as much-needed – um, attention to help boost the the relevance of this match and um, you know some people gave it crap because of the fact that how you know Embercato went about 
you know, doing her promo, which I don't think there was no harm in it. She didn't mention children's names and she didn't show pictures of children. Um, she just said the word child or kid or whichever one she used, which I, I think that you shouldn't have to ask permission to say the word child or kid or children or baby. Um, but um, yeah, so, yeah, so um, I'll let you see the match. Um, what did you think, um, what you saw as far as the Embercato versus Angela Romano match? I like Ember too. That's uh, it shows her all for all of her uh, grandpa offices and strike moves and everything else. Um, like yeah, said, the so, crowd was pretty overwhelmed. You but, know, um, to me, the match wasn't good at all. It was trash. Um, and I'm just gonna be honest and real. And you know, Angela went on. You know, her promo before the day of the match. She said she's been working hard. She's been training. She wants to bring class to the title. You know, granted, she's a nice person. I met her. She's a really nice woman. You know, I love that, you know, the support she has of her husband and, and how they support one another. And, and, you know, they're each other's biggest cheerleaders. But it, it upsets me when somebody tries to come in the business and, 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 just think they can just come in and just not know anything or do know a little bit and think they can go in a match, haven't trained. Cause clearly, you know, I watched the match, you watched the match. She didn't train. There's no way in, in possible hell she actually trained weeks at a time to perform the way she did in that match. And it upsets me because not only did she put herself in danger, she puts the other person in danger. And not only a lot of people don't think about this, but, you're only as good as your opponent. You're only as good as your opponent and the match. So if, if you're being crappy, you're making yourself look crappy. You're making the match look crappy. You're making that other person look crappy. And no matter what that other person does, if you're going to do some crappy stuff or have not even sell or not even know what you're doing, it makes that person look just as bad. And that's what upsets me about it because people can say what they can they want to say about Ember Kato, but Ember Kato trains three days out of the week every week consistently she tries to hone on her craft she tries to perfect her ability she worked hard you know angela went on saying she did this but she clearly did not train at all and and there's no justifying that at all and and if you're going to be serious about this you need to train if you're going to be serious about this you got to be receptive i think that ember is more in a place to give knowledge to Angela, and if Angela takes it or leave it, that's her own business, but she shouldn't discredit Ember because Ember's been doing this for two years now. She got pushed into it, and she took what she could, and she's she's improved from the beginning to where she's at now, but that match that I just watched and witnessed just sent her back two years from where she started because she debuted against Angela Romano, and I feel like it just... That match was awful, and it just made both of those women look bad, and I feel like that if... Angela's going to take this seriously. She needs to train. Because she hasn't been, obviously. Because looking at that match, she did not train yeah. at all. And what did you think as far as, like, watching that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could tell that, like, Ember, Ember was pretty much And it, and it was just like... That, so. She, she could only do so much because it just like it was just such an awkwardness. It was just such a... I don't even know. It just was all over the place. And 
to me, it just, you know, you're saying, you know, you, you don't, you want to bring respect to women and stuff like that. You're basically showing why, you know, you're, you're putting women back as far as like why they should be the popcorn break match because that, that piss poor that you just did, that piss poor, I don't even want to say like performance, but that piss poorness that you display, like that just sends women all the way back and, and, and goes back to the whole popcorn break type of thing. Um, if she wants to really go for a title, this title, she really wants to be, you know, and then, and then she also went on to be like, oh, Ember's only um, defended it in, in one or two places or only against a couple of girls. Like, you're a mother. There's no way probably possibly you're going to be able to go to Arkansas or Alabama or, or Ohio, like where Ember was planning, you know, planning on going as far as defending her title. The fact that she's been defending her title, she's been putting that title on the map. She's been showcasing it. She's been doing promos. These other people aren't doing promos. And that's the thing. You're only going to be as relevant as you make that title, as you make that promotion. And and there's no way she's going to be able to do some of that stuff. And the fact that she's trying to discredit her for defending, yes, she's only defending a couple of places, but she can only defend wherever they have women. If they only don't have a lot of women in that division, she can only do what she can do, you know. So it, it it's just you know, I just was just thrown back when I saw this. I was very disappointed. And you know, I showed you the match, and I want to get your opinion on it. Um, do you have anything else to say as far as like what you saw? Yeah, I mean, it was a train wreck, but like, you know, like I said, Ember Kate was trying to do her best. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I really can't that, do anything else after yeah, that. Angela should really take this serious. If she wants to take this serious, she needs to train. And if she does win the title eventually, she, if she's going to say she needs to, she's going to defend it, she needs to defend it. And if she's talking crap about her defending in two places, then she make, needs to make sure she defends it in more places then. Don't hoard it because I, I feel like they're going to be a hoarder. A lot of these wrestlers, I call them hoarders. They have these titles and they hoard them. They don't they don't do promos with them. They don't keep that title relevant. They don't keep their self relevant. They just hoard it and sit in their little black hole wherever the hell they are, and and they don't showcase it. And it's like you're hindering not only yourself, not only that title, but that promotion that actually had faith in you to hold that title. And then they wonder why they get the title dropped off them so fast, you know, because they don't showcase it. Um, all publicity is good publicity, yeah. you know. Same thing with Kenny Omega. I, I, oh, so, yeah, since you mentioned Kenny Omega, I feel like okay. the first person that Kenny Omega, I mean, King, I mean, shit, Sting should have a match against is Kenny Omega. I think that'll be an iconic match, Sting versus Kenny Omega. Because people are asking. Oh, God. Who's going to be the first that. opponent for Sting at AEW? I feel like the uh, iconic match would be Kenny Omega versus Sting. Uh, I think be iconic. Because I changed my mind. Because I thought it was going to be Cody, but now I'm thinking about it. It's probably going to be Chris mm-hmm. Jericho. Oh, you think it'll go cinematic? Party and like a cinematic match. Yeah, they're going to have to do cinematic. I think he could, he could duke it yeah. out for a good 10 maybe 20 minutes. I think he, he he's not in bad shape. He ain't moving around like Undertaker. So I think he can go in there and he can mix it up. Um, I feel like they might go with Cody. They're uh-huh. going to go with Cody first. If not Cody, you know, he was looking at Darby. So maybe Darby or maybe he'll align with Darby. But my, just my fantasy wise, I, I feel like 
an amazing match to see because it's two different styles. It's two different generations. I would love to see Kenny Omega versus Sting. They might go with it. I mean, I'm sure Sting will be give them some stiffness Mm. back too, probably. Um, I feel like either way they go, it's just going to be interesting Mm -hmm. to see him go because if they put him in match with, you know, Ken, like I said before, it's going to be two different styles, two different generations. That'll be amazing. If they put him against him versus Darby, that's a younger generation, a a different style, two different personas, but like within the same type of realm. If they put him against Cody, I'll just, you know, well, I'll ask you this question, Trey. Who do you think will benefit more wrestling Sting? Okay. Another one I would say oh, which yeah. I've seen in a post and they had him in the picture as well, Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. What do you feel about like Hangman Adam Page going against Kenny Omega? I mean, not Kenny Omega, um, Sting. I mean, I mean, I don't know because uh, he's trying to do the whole thing with Dark, the Dark Order. On, well, uh, don't you think that because I've been listening to Bust Open and, and Bully and some of the other guys in it, but they're saying Cody is doing the whole Dark Order thing. That's something that might be coming up soon. Order, I think it's called Order 66 or something like that. It's like a term for like a movie or something. They're basically saying he's the Order 66. Because um, yeah. Cody's giving me very heel vibes. It's gonna be big. I, I really. Because a... I think he's the next. Yeah, I, I, I think it's time for him I mean, to be a heel. I, I think he's done the baby, baby face, mm-hmm. kissing baby, shaking hands thing long enough. I, I want to see him, you know, in this heel side. So it's gonna be interesting to you know, no see or whatever what they're going to do as far as that, but I, I can tell he's very, he's getting close to turning heel. Um, what did you think about the whole thing with him and Taz? Taz putting him in that, do you, do you think they would give Taz a physical match against him? Because because bu- Bully Ray mentioned no. um, busted open, he was like, Cody's going to no. have to get his revenge on Taz some type of way, and it has to be him doing it on Taz, not one of Taz's guys but actually Taz so do you think Taz is in the position where he could have some type of match against Cody I don't think so either maybe. but I even mean, if they could there so. he could maybe have a you know a short match because hey they did JR versus Triple H they did JR versus a bunch of people you know um Yeah, yeah. And so they are doing the I, I feel like if he can do it in the state that he's, in the he was in, yeah. maybe Taz can do a little something. They just have to make sure if they do a little something with him, they got to make that stuff worthwhile. Um. So yeah. with that being said, is there any other news that you've heard of that you want to go over? Anything you want to touch on before we wrap up for today? I think we had a very lengthy show today. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, I'll keep you posted on some of the matches from DWE, um, from over the weekend. Um, I'll, I'll post some more stuff that I've seen in in wrestling news. Um, and also trail also, um, the next show will give us some more updates on any type of news or 
or rumors that are going on. So with that being said, I'm Prince Handsome, and my co-host is... Thank you guys for listening, Relevance. Talk to you soon. Good night.